Welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Right, it's episode 133, and today we're going to be talking about a brand new movie that just came out. It's a 2019 remake called Pet Cemetery. You might have heard of it, you might have hated the trailer. We're going to dive into that today. So, are you excited, Brittany? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so convincing, <laughs> as always. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. I don't know. Sure. Maybe. Um, but Sounds great. just to give you guys a heads up, we're going to be doing a spoiler-free review first, as we always do, and then we'll give you plenty of warning before we jump into any spoilers, and we mean it. We're really not going to spoil anything, so if you're hearing this now and you're like, oh, oh shit, why didn't I play this? Just hang in there. Calm down. But yeah, it's funny, like, I, I was talking to somebody today, and they were like, yeah, I sometimes listen to the spoiler section, you know, and I was like, it's okay, like, because I'm always, like, so adamant about being like, don't listen, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I think some people just really don't care, but for me, I care. Right. Do you? If people spoil shit for me, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you care if somebody spoils it for you? Oh, yeah. I get right. kind of annoyed. I'm sure we would get hate mail if we didn't give you any warning or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like spoiling stuff for other people either, yeah. but I mean, like... We warned you, and you kept listening. <laughs> it's your fucking fault. It's on you. <laughs> uh, by the way, you had a birthday this past uh, weekend. You had a birthday celebration. How'd it go? I like, was like, we've already talked about my birthday. Yeah, but but you just had a celebration, like a party. Oh, did we talk about that last time? I don't know. My part birthday was party it this was past awesome. weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, what'd you do? Like, what happened? I'm sorry I couldn't make it. By the way, mm -hmm. I fucking like I streamed pretty late, and then I was like, oh god, mm -hmm. there's no way. Hey, I spend more time with you than I do my own girlfriend, okay? <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> uh, it's probably not, but... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, no, Siri, tell me what happened. Well, like, what'd you do? Like, anything cool happened? You don't remember? You too drunk? No, I didn't get that drunk. Really? Yeah, I was I was good. I don't like getting wasted. Yeah. I mean, well. I do, but I don't like to feel nauseous and I like to get sick, so right. I, like, moderate myself. We gotta balance it. You're not supposed to, like, just get wrecked. Yeah, so... I drank, I did the thing, got yeah. a lap dance from two really hot women. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. So that was bomb. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Everybody had fun. That's all that really matters to me. So because everybody that came had a good time. But uh, happy happy birthday. And mine's coming up now, too. And I, I really just don't have any idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm probably going to stream, guys. So if you're listening to this and uh, you want to come visit me on Saturday... Well, it'll have already passed. What am I talking about? 
So I'm probably going to stream, but nobody will know this until afterwards. Yeah. So after it happens. Post on Facebook. If you have a time machine, though, you've missed out on me getting drunk and shenanigans. So it's going to be amazing. But yeah, I have no idea. My birthday is technically the day before this aired aired episode. So Sunday. And I'm not going to tell anyone how old I am anymore because I really don't even, to be honest, I forget. Like, that's how bad it is now. I think I'm like 70. Like, I don't know. (laughs) 70? I don't remember. This is fine. Anyways, I think it might be that time. Time to get wasted! Horse shots! This, uh, shore shot. Shore? Or? Or? Horse shot is uh, dedicated to the movie, obviously, that we're going to be talking about, which is Pet Cemetery, uh, the 2019 version. And um, in both the original and this one, they talk about the sour ground. Uh, this time, of course, it's John Lithgow and the fucking, uh, you know, whatever. The other guy, yeah. Pascal. Um, but yeah, they talk about the stony of the heart. <laughs> Man's heart is stony. The ground is sour. It's <laughs> Fred Gwynn, though. You don't want to go down that that path uh, down there. That's a pet cemetery down there. Don't go down that road. <laughs> I, f- I fucking love that. Don't go down that road now. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. So much better than John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you spoiling it already, Brittany. I'm spoiling nothing. Anyway, guys, so today we're going to be doing a shot based on Pet Cemetery, and obviously there's some good ingredients, I think. So our three ingredients today for a sour ground is what we're calling it. Because the ground is sour. It's uh, De Serrano, which is basically amaretto liqueur. We have watermelon vodka, Smirnoff, and a little Dikipier pucker sour apple, basically. It's just schnapps. Schnapps. <laughs> so I figured the best way to do this, because um, I want to make it sour. You know, I wanted to make it sour, and obviously we, this is going to be sour. But I also wanted it to be a little brown, because the ground, you know... Um, so we got about a half a shot of the watermelon vodka. So this is great. We're going to have plenty of this extra. <laughs> Ooh, almost spit the fucking... I almost tipped it over, dude. Do you see my face? Dude, it like... The, the, the shot, the half a shot tipped just enough that it didn't spill and then fell back because of the momentum of the liquid. <laughs> Laugh it up, Chuckles! <laughs> Laugh it up, Brittany! It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, half a shot of the watermelon smeared off. Then you're going to put about a fourth of the De Serrano. Mmm. Fucking giggles the fucking monkey over here. <laughs> All right, and then you're going to top it off with your pucker sour apple <laughs> schnapps. I guess it's schnapps, right? Schnapps. I don't know. I don't think so. Sour apple, whatever the fuck. It's just liqueur. Not how you get your shower ground. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise burying your friends or anybody out in the oh, fucking cemetery. Shit. We'll explain that later. But here you go, Brittany. <laughs> So, and uh, to one of our friends, old friends that that, uh, used to do a podcast, we'll say the famous words of Gwyn, which you mentioned, 
what we're going to do when we take this, before we take this, we're going to be like, don't go down that road. <laughs> All right? You ready? Yeah. All right. Don't, don't go, go down, down that, that road, road. Piece of shit. Woo! That is... That was good. I want another one. You want another one? Okay. Yeah. Do that we? watermelon vodka is very watermelon-y. Watermelon-y. <laughs> very watermelon-y, sir. That's real De Serrano. Pour like, it in. Have a good time. It's basically just sugar. Congratulations. Yeah, have a good sugar. Have a good sugar. Would you like... <laughs> then you're going to put some fucking sugar cubes in the top, make it crunchy <laughs> for the ground. <laughs> What? <laughs> you don't want to go on that, that road. You don't want to take too many. Yeah. <laughs> You're cut off. Don't go down that road, Brandy. You know what, Alex? Sometimes <laughs> dead is better. <laughs> Here you go. Cheers. Cheers. Don't go down that road. You just you say row. Row. Don't go down that row. Row. What does he pronounce the Bra- D? Don't go down that road. <laughs> All right. You happy, Brandy? <laughs> Anyway, guys, now that we've uh, completely uh, broken your brains into wondering why we are still going. We have no listeners anymore. Yeah, they all left. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. I blame Brittany. It's probably my fault anyway. <laughs> like, well, let's be honest here. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys want to check out a cell ground, all you have to do is go to longlidthevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section right fucking now. Huh. Well, that's it for horror shots. Horror shots. Hush, hush, hush. That's better. Sometimes. I can't walk anymore now that that cage kid that cut my ankle and is all fucked up. Kill, kill his tendon. I tried to kick it in the head and he just didn't move. I tried to kick him in the head. <laughs> I tried to kick him right in the face. He just fell down and came back just like like a spring. Like a spring. <laughs> then he climbed up in that there attic and hung his mommy. <laughs> Good God. Try to kick that little bastard right in the face and he just <laughs> in the face. Alright, guys, so now we're gonna go ahead and jump into our spoiler-free review, our flesh and potatoes of Pet Cemetery from 2019. Right fucking now. Alright guys, so you heard Bird's the word That this movie might have been good or bad I don't know what you heard actually I've heard good and I've heard bad So it's been kind of like It's in the middle It's in the middle lately But we're going to do our best to do a spoiler free review Obviously of Pet Cemetery. Kind of compare it to the original movie uh, I would have loved to compare it to the book um, But from what I hear guys Just a heads up I don't think anybody thought it was like the book like, yeah. there's very few parts. Like, everything's all kind of, like, different. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I read the book when I was 12, so I don't well, re- I don't remember shit anymore. And we're going to tell you if that's a good thing. I'm so, old. you went first last time for us, so I'm going to do... Yeah, I want to know your thoughts anyway. Yeah, I want to I I spill it out. I was going to come in here and start screaming at you. Yeah, why the to, fuck did you make me watch this to, fucking movie? To tell me your thoughts oh. first. 
Oh, okay. Stop, so, so uh, stop trying to put words in my mouth, fool. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll do is we're going to tell our thoughts first, and then we're going to go into some of the like spoiler section after. We'll tell you plenty of time. Don't worry. So let me preface this by saying, after watching the original movie again, we literally I watched it yesterday. I I do realize that it has its flaws. Okay, like I know some people are like, oh my god, this is the holy grail of fucking Stephen King. And I'm like, mm, the movie's not that good. It's a good movie. I love it. I own it. I've watched it a million times, but there are flaws to it. But it's probably because I've seen it too many times, honestly. Like, now I can pick it apart. But also, I didn't get a chance to read the book, like I mentioned, so we're not going to be referencing that too, too much. If we did, we probably would have had Josh come on again for our Pet Cemetery remake, which we should have, but he's in the process of moving anyway, so... Um, I've also not been a fan of the trailer because it felt flat and it wasn't what I thought it could or should be. Maybe just felt like it didn't have that atmosphere that I really was hoping for, uh, from a more modern telling of the story. And then there's, you know, the whole heavy trailer spoiler thing too was like, fuck you. Okay. So for those of you unfortunate enough to have caught the trailer and then had the movie ruined for you for the most part, I'm sorry. But for those of you that don't, we won't be spoiling what was in that trailer in the, the spoiler-free section here, so don't worry. I made it a point, just because I know a lot of friends who did not watch the trailer because of what they had heard from other people. So, with that said, <laughs> I went into this film with very, very low expectations. Like, legitimately, like, I was trying to get myself psyched up by watching the, the original. And, like, you know, I wanted to get into it, but I just... I wasn't sure what I was going to think, and I was not expecting much, so my expectations were low. The first act of the film, I was kind of displeased with things. I felt like they were kind of rushing it, you know? It felt like like it was just passing the check marks, you know? Oh, there we did. We did that. We did that. And it just kind of missed some of the cadence and some of the the heartfelt kind of stuff. But I will say this, even though it did that, and it kind of rushed through in the very first act, It wasn't until the second act where it kind of won back my interest a little bit and my attention, you know. I feel they did a better job of explaining away, like, some of the, you know, shitty choices they made in the original film that didn't really explain why they were doing this. And in this film, they do. I think they did a pretty good job of kind of explaining why they did things. They changed it, you know. Because, like, if you watch the first film, it's like, really, Judd? Why? Why would you do that? You know, so, and we'll get into that in the spoiler section, so just buckle the fuck up, all right? Some of the original was flimsy at best explanation, explaining away certain, like, loopholes, like, or, you know, plot holes or whatever you want to call it. I will say that the acting, I think, is, in this movie, is better acting overall than the original. Like, the the actors are actually pretty heartfelt. Um, the original one, kind of, I've, I've said it before, it felt like a TV movie in a way. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you yeah, agree? a little bit. Feels like it's a TV movie almost, but, like, the story's so compelling that it's interesting enough to keep you going anyway. Mm-hmm. And there is some really good stuff in the original, but for this one, I just felt like the, the parents, they're way more relatable in their roles than the original, and it's, it's just way more believable in general. Like, it just feels a little bit better. Do I like the characters as much? Maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to tell because it's like two different movies here. I felt like the original was a little stiff. Anyway, John Lithgow, who replaces Fred Gwynn, did a really decent job. I wouldn't say that it was the same kind of performance. It's a little bit more colder and more removed sometimes. 
I don't know if it was as believable and, and, and heartfelt as like Gwen was, because it's pretty hard to surpass Gwen's performance in the original, in my opinion, because pretty much he's the best thing. He is the best thing. In that movie. Besides Gage. And maybe maybe Pascal, the character. Oh, Pascal's cool, too. Pascal was really charismatic in the uh, first film. I really film. liked him. Yeah. A lot of people don't mention him. I always forget about him, too, which is weird. Something about Fred Gwynn, though, and his character of Judd is just very endearing. And it's not that, like, Lithgow did bad or anything like that. It's just that he felt, a, I just felt a little overshadowed by Gwyn, you know? But those are some pretty big shoes to fill, so I don't blame him. I think he Literally. did a good job. Christina thought he would, he did a really good job. He's, he's fine. I mean, it's John Lithgow. He's a good actor. Right. I like most well, of the things that he's in. And, and think about it. They both had TV shows, hit TV shows. Right. Like Fred Gwyn and him, where it was comedy. Right. You know, The Monsters, and then Third Rock. Right. So, from the sun it's, sorry it's uh you know but i i agree because i felt like he was more his character was more cold yeah right it is it's a little harsh like yeah. a little more weathered yeah more weathered is probably a better way to yeah describe him but he definitely feels cold but I didn't ellie feel that connection now this is something that we kind of briefly mentioned before we start recording guys but we'll we'll try to keep it fresh because she didn't go into details because I cut her short. So it's just to just to mention, like we we watch these movies and immediately want to talk about them. So we have to wait until we do this the podcast. So it's really hard. But Ellie, who was played by um, Jetty uh, Jette Lawrence, um, I feel personally stole the show. She did a really good job in this movie with and. Uh, you know, without really spoiling anything to those who may not have seen the trailer, let's just say I think she did a damn good job for a child actor uh, or actress in this particular case. So, but also the kid who played Gage, I thought did a pretty decent job. You know, he seemed younger than the original Gage, but I don't think he was as good as the original Gage. The original Gage to me is just something about that kid, man. He and Fred Gwynn are the best part. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, I definitely agree because like, yeah, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen the original, but yeah. And now I have a completely different feeling on who is the what what part or who is the best part of this one. Yeah, there's a big let's just put it this way. There's a lot of changes in this movie. So it's it's kind of hard not to step on like spoilery territory without saying it. But um, I think they did some some interesting stuff with Gage um, that wasn't too bad. I, I kind of uh, enjoyed uh, his little moments that they had, which are very few. Um, if you know the, the first movie, you'll know the character Pascal who we mentioned earlier, and they did some weird shit with him in the movie that some I liked and loved, but most of it I hated. Like, in the original fucking Pet Cemetery, Pascal, like we mentioned, is just such a character. He is. It is just so, uh, there's something, like, creepy and weird about him, and yes, it was creepy in this movie, but I'll get into that more in the spoiler section. He's not as charismatic. There was a particular scene with Gage and Pascal that I loved in this film. Yeah. But either way, you know, the movie has a lot of a lot more twists to the keep it fresh ones I liked that delve into being dead a little bit more as well than the original. Sort of reminded me of part two, the original part two in some ways, not a lot, but I feel like it was a, it was a good thing. I, I think they even up the gore a little too in uh, one infamous scene from the original. Yes. And they also dig a little deeper into Mrs. Creed too, which I think was a really nice touch actually. And I liked it. I thought it was a welcomed addition. Um, did it scare me, though? Uh, not really at all. 
But the story is just so interesting, so it's really kind of like, kind of wraps you up in it. So, and especially if you already know it, you're just waiting for the, the shit to hit the fan, pretty much. Even if at times, you know, it did feel a little too familiar in the beginning, because the beginning really was where I was like, I just put it on the fucking coals, and I was like, all right, let's see what you're, how you're going to cook, motherfucker. Like, you better fucking do it well, because I am not expecting much from you right now, so you better fucking perform, and you better do it well, but... You know, there is some atmosphere in this movie, and I think some of the, like, cinematography and some of the, like, design that they did with, like, the the fogs and stuff, like, that they kind of built this atmosphere that was not in the original, uh, it wasn't as present, like, the evil that they talk about in the books and in the first film is kind of missing from the first film a little bit, and this one kind of brings it in, which is cool. I thought that was a good thing. But all in all, some of the changes I definitely think are good changes, and some of the acting is far superior, even if it's rushed in the beginning. Some of it's not. I'm a little surprised by the film in general, though, because like I like I said, I just keep I just I'm 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 surprised that this film I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. That's fair because I, I felt the same way. Like I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Right. Um. But is it great though? That's what we're gonna fucking yeah, that's try to break down. And I know this is a little long winded, but I really just have a lot of thoughts about it, and, I, and that means that I care about the film. Uh, and so that's a good thing. I think if you go into this film with an open mind and you don't bring your original movies or the the book with you, the 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 book or the original movies pearls and like clutch them too hard, I think that you will have a pretty damn good experience, uh, a, a very good experience, better than average. And I, I don't know. I think both these films are very different beasts in the end. And if you're a fan of the original, I think that this one it pretty much hits the same fucking level in different areas than the first film did. Like, it's like night and day. Like, yeah, it's the same story, but they're very different and they feel very different. I mean, even the first movie doesn't scare me. It never scared me when I was a kid that much. Maybe the kid part, you know, like the Gage kid. But this one's a little bit, it's just different. I don't know how to explain it. So I think personally, I think this is like hits about a seven for me, like right on the nose, maybe a little bit more because I've been kind of happy about my experience. So it makes me want to give it a higher score. But I think seven is a good number because like I'm not screaming at the rooftops about it. Maybe 7.5 at the most. So for those of you who are interested in seeing the movie, I don't think it's it's like a, like a 6.5 average right now or a 6 on the top critics. And I think it's even lower for the, like the regular people, Probably, which I think I think is partially to do. And just let me just say this one last thing for you guys. Like, look, if you're a fan of the original source material, totally cool. But really, just take a take a take that those glasses off and just go into it expecting a kind of a different feel. You know what I mean? It'll take a little while to get there, but when it does, it, it definitely feels like the beginning was kind of rushed just to get to the good stuff. The end and the third act, probably the middle of the second act on is pretty much where it sold me. So I think if you give it a chance, you guys will enjoy it. But what about you, Brittany? So I, I'm with you on the fact of where I feel these are very, it's very different. Yeah. This is a very different take on Pet Cemetery. So the best, like, just like Alex said, the best thing to do is to go into it and do your very best to not bring the book and the movie, the original movie with you when you watch it. Just 
try to enjoy it. Yeah. Try not to look and be very nitpicky about everything. And and it's it's hard to do, you know? It was difficult for me to do it. Right. And even though I remember basically nothing. Well, especially because we watched it, like... Not that long ago. Just a couple and days then ago, I watched too. it, too. Yeah. And I watched it yesterday. Yeah. Or day before yesterday. So... Just as even though I watched it a couple months ago, I was just like, eh, and I've seen it a thousand times. But That's not a perfect film. No, and I am pretty positive when we reviewed this movie originally. Yeah, with I Josh, said yeah. this isn't my favorite film. Right. Like Pet Cemetery is not my favorite of Stephen King. It's just not. I didn't even listen to our old podcast. Like, I was curious. I know I almost did, too. but I'm not worried because I don't really make shit up. <laughs> so no. I'm not and, worried like, about. I, it. I feel like that was my opinion overall. I mean, I I love it. It's a classic. I feel like yeah. you have like everyone has to enjoy it right. in some way, shape, or form. Like any horror fan has to have some kind of feeling that's positive towards it. Sure. So. It was, and it was still a little difficult for me to go into this and not be thinking about, you know, the originals or what I remember from the book and like this, how the story should proceed and not get frustrated when it doesn't proceed the way that it should, right. or the way that I expect it to. And just let their creativity that's unfolding in front of me just kind of flow throughout me and pay attention. Yeah. And it's, it's a difficult thing to do. And I know it's a lot to ask of people, but try. Well, it's like I don't know. It even just, in the original, they they like I was mentioning. Like, did you feel that there was like they did a better job of of covering some of those? Like, now why would they have done that I kind of thing? F- what I feel for this remake, the remake flows better for me. Okay, I think it flows better story wise. I think it tells the story more strongly than the original does. It, it clears up a lot of untied ends. And it's a more solid telling of the story, even though it's way different than the original story. It still tells it a little more clearly and concisely. Okay. So, which I appreciated because there's a lot of pieces in the original movie where I watched it and I'm like, what? What? Why is this? Why is this shit with her sister important? Why right. is this part important? Who the fuck is this bitch that hangs herself? I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The original has a lot of parts, bits and pieces about it where I feel like if you're not very in tune with the book, maybe that's where the disconnection is. Sure. But still, like I, I look at it and I even now when I watch it and I'm like, I still don't really get these plot holes or these different things that are coming around in this story and I look at it and I'm like, this is not explained well. This isn't tied in well. It doesn't flow. Well, Mrs. Creed's character in the first one was definitely very slim. Very slim. Rachel? The the misses of the family, the Creed's in the original. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, Rachel, Amy. The mom of the two kids. Yeah, Gage right, Rachel and- is the name of the mother, yeah. Yeah, Rachel. I liked Rachel in the first one, though. Oh, I didn't I hate her or anything. I just felt like she didn't have a big enough part. She didn't have a big enough part. Like, That's they didn't even I, traipse on I, it. And- I actually really appreciated the fact that they gave her a, a bigger-ish role in this one. Right. Like, they really get into her a and little they, bit. And they stayed away from some stuff that kind of annoyed me in the original, too. Okay. With this one, and then that I appreciated a little bit. But this is a very, very, very different movie yeah it's hard not to spoil guys it's a very different version very fucking different well like, she, we talked about this earlier like you said that you i because i asked you i was like okay a lot of people are going to make comparisons to it chapter one just because because it's another stephen king movie that's a big budget movie right right what do you think do you think that this is 
Do you think that this is different, more different than what chapter one did? I don't, quite honestly, I don't know. Because I feel like... As far as remakes go, you know what I mean? As far as remakes go, and this is based on just from what I remember from the books. Okay. I feel like it, the remake of It followed things a little bit more okay. better. Yeah. More closely, but, and then this. Okay. So, but this one just has one major, major plot difference. Yeah. That throws it for me. Yeah. Like, right don't away. Don't mention where. I'm not going yeah. to, but it, it, it completely throws me, like, tosses you out the fucking window. Okay. Right away. And then, like, there's another major plot twist, too, but then it's, like, it's almost touched on. It's something that happens in the original, but it's, like, embellished more. Right. But that one ended up working for me in the end. Okay. In a way, but like the one doesn't. So you're like fifty fifty with some of the changes. Fifty fifty. Like okay. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. So okay. I'm I am very much down the middle of the road with this movie. Okay. So I really enjoy certain things about it, whereas other things I'm just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate the fact that this actually had moments that were kind of scary, whereas the original does not scare me. Right. Okay. At all. Fair enough. Nothing yeah. about it is frightening to me. This one kind of had a haunted house feel this to it. This one did a have bit. a haunted yeah. house feel to it. And what I loved so much and really appreciated is that they did some fucking magic, wondrous things with sound. Mm-hmm. in this movie yeah that was some yeah they amped up the shit that like the they, the whispery thing it was it was amazing yeah and it worked really really well like right off they, the bat too the movie starts and you're instantly just like, yeah and it was incredible they just did marvelous shit with sound in right. this and it's something that you have to appreciate even if you walk out of this movie not liking it okay you have to appreciate the fact that they did a really good job in trying to make it eerie and scary and creepy and trying to give it something more. Okay. Than did you what was given to you in the original movie? So you like the acting then or I'm so so on the acting. Okay. Um I liked Rachel. Compared to the original though. Yes, compared to the original, it's uh almost entirely a thousand percent better. Okay. It does feel like the original feels like a TV movie. It really this does. This one feels like a, a actual feature film. Yeah. Um the Mr. Creed isn't that convincing to me in a lot of parts. I don't know. I, I, I liked him but I didn't like him. I liked Rachel. The actress that plays Rachel I felt was really good. And I thought she was strong. Why are you staring at me weird? No, I'm just thinking about like the two different Mr. Creeds from both movies. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I kind of was... didn't like the original guy so much. I didn't either. I thought felt like he, fa- he was fake. But this guy, well, I felt the same but about this, this one too. Yeah, but this one, yeah, he was a little too stoic. They both feel fake. A little to stoic me. for me. Yeah, yeah, like he just, he, they both just feel weird and fake, but. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of torn between the two. Like, I feel like they both irritate me in the same ways. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't like the, I didn't like him in the original movie either. So okay. it's just like, I just don't like that character, period. So period, end of the sentence. Fuck Mr. Creed. Yeah. Lewis Creed. Whatever. Rachel. I really liked Rachel in the original. Okay. I like the actress that plays her. Well, I her. love the actress. Yes, she's, she's in incredible. A few things too. Yeah. She's really fucking good, and she's super well, she's solid. Pretty as and that, she's and like, she is, but she's super. She's solid got as resting a bitch face though. Me and Christina kept saying yeah, that when does. we were watching. We're like, she was like, damn, her resting bitch face is fucking but on point. She's solid as fuck <laughs> as that character, and we don't have as much interaction with her in the original as we do in the remake. In the remake, we get more Rachel. Right. Yeah. Which and I like. I really like. I like the actress that plays. Rachel. Yeah, she's uh, she shows the side of what I think Rachel really should have been. W- should have been. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. 
Do you think? What do you um, think you there's would give no, this? There's no comparison for me when it comes to Judd. So. Well, you said uh, okay. So so the original Judd's Fred better. Gwynn Fred Gwynn's best. Yes. What about Ellie? Did you like Ellie? I like. Okay, so I liked Ellie. I like the Ellie in the remake better than the Ellie in the original, but that's because the Ellie in the original annoys me. Christina says the same thing. She annoys the shit out of me. She was like, please kill her. Yes. (laughs) She's fucking whiny. I thought she was cute. And her fake crying, and it's frustrating. Her acting's horrible, and I just, I don't like it. Really? And I thought she, she's irritating. Like, I just, I, and I try not to... Why do you hate children towards Brittany? a child? I know, and I feel bad. <laughs> I try not to have that much animosity towards a child, but I'm just like, ew, kill it. Childomosity, it's like childomosity. Like it's a bad, it's a bad color on me. But I don't, I don't like her. I just, I didn't. <laughs> Christina hates her too. This one though, in the remake, I don't like her either. At one point, really, okay. I enjoy her for the most part. She's a good actress. She plays a solid character. I loved her, but there's just at some, one point in the movie, I'm just like, meh. I would give her acting probably like an eight. Yeah, she's overall. For a child actor or Absolutely. more. You overall, know? she's solid as fuck. Like, like, I thought, like, I don't want to spoil it because we can't say. Exactly. That's yeah. why I'm being careful with what I say. Yeah. But then, obviously, the original Gage is. Just going to win always. Uh, he wins his everything. His eyes, his words, how he, he wins says everything. things. He's the cutest fucking thing in the world. And the creepiest in the original. <laughs> I don't find him creepy, but. Okay. He's just adorable. So, so I just want to pick him up and hug him. So if you had to give this a score, me. though. I'm with you, um, except I would be more at 6.5 to 7. Okay. Whereas you're 7 to 7.5. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the fence. Six, I would need to see it again. I'm at 6.5 to 7. So yeah. I, well, I don't know. I honestly, like, my favorite things about this movie experience were the trailer for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, <laughs> the full first theatrical trailer, which, holy fuck balls. You guys better get ready. Oh, you haven't me. seen it yet. Okay. No, I had yeah. seen it. I watched it already. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm following that shit like crazy, Alex. <laughs> I'm so stoked. Well, we'll be doing that too but when I wa- it comes out. I had out. watched it, but I was like, I didn't know I would actually get to see it. So that was the most memorable thing out of the whole fucking movie? Those are the it? things I was most excited about. <laughs> and also the cat. Okay. Oh, yeah. What did you think Church of the cat? Church was amazing. I thought it was good, they but it reminded four... me of my cat. It was kind yeah. of sad. Suspiria. They had four fucking cats. Did you remember Suspiria? I love Suspiria. Are you she kidding me? Amazing. She's great. Four oh. fucking cats played church. I kept telling Christina in the movie theater, I was like, I miss the purse. I didn't like the fact that they changed the breed of cat. That annoyed me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I think that the original cat was probably a little bit better in certain scenes. In certain scenes. Where I was I was a little proven wrong in other scenes. Yeah, so but this like cat, like, then apparently these cats were divas on set, which is great. I love it. Four fucking cats played church. They come out with a fucking diamond necklace. Super cute. Like they're, dropping hundreds out of their pocket. They're adorable. And Put a little theater on it. The, <laughs> The cat stole the show for me. Okay. The cat was my favorite character. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. You're the out of your mind. Church is my favorite character. He's just like, <laughs> he's so great. Well, he's so cute. Like, I almost, I almost, I almost think I like this church better. Hmm. Interesting. Which is weird, because I am annoyed that they changed the breed of the cat. But, okay. Which is a stupid thing to be annoyed about, but I am. I, feel I like was Pet a little Cemetery, annoyed when I saw the trailer. I'll be Pet honest. Cemetery I was like, like mm. it's a Russian blue. Right. Church That's what Christina said. Church is a Russian said. blue. Yeah. Like, leave him as a Russian blue. Uh, they wanted to make it their own thing, and I don't think it was a horrible choice. I no, just, it's not. The cat's super fucked. There's cute. just some things about its eyes and things like that that kind of bother like, me. But yeah, they didn't do the yeah the, the cool the shit, the cool eye thing right, yeah. very often, which was weird. It was only in like select moments, which don't get into it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't. I thought that was frustrating. All right, guys. So what do you think? 
Like, what do you think? Was this like, it make you interested to see the movie? Is this kind of touching on some points that uh, were made you kind of sit on the fence? You know, for those of you who have not seen the movie yet and are still on the fence of whether or not you want to go pay the fucking seven to ten dollars to go see it. Um, you know, we try to be as uh, spoiler free as we can. It's really hard. Uh, I would advise that if you haven't seen the movie, to come back and check out the spoiler section that we're going to be doing next. Uh, to kind of discuss some of our favorite scenes, some of the things they did right or wrong, and kind of really break down the movie into our spoiler section. And we're going to go ahead and sound the alarm for that right now. Please do not listen to this if you have not seen the movie. That's right. Please do not listen after this if you have not seen the movie. You will indefinitely ruin your experience. Thank you and have a nice apocalypse so we are back and it's time to jump into our spoiler section so if you don't want the movie ruined for you you don't want to listen past this um i have a few questions and things that we can line up since i got to go first on my original of initial thoughts uh is there anything that you kind of want to talk about that um you want to bring up maybe that you liked about this or disliked about this film right off the bat yeah, the biggest thing I want to talk about that I dislike about it. Why the fuck did they change the kid who gets killed? Yeah. Why is it the fucking girl and not Gage? I don't mind the change because it went a little deeper than the original. Uh, but I think you went a little... Uh, maybe we shouldn't jump into that just yet. No, we're doing it. It's too late. You think? We're there. All right. Well, hopefully you guys are listening. everyone's qualm with this movie. I can guarantee it. That is yeah. everybody's issue. I don't know if it's an issue though. Like I don't feel like it's an issue because like yes, uh, like I look at it this way. That we have the, the if, story if you like the entirely. original, you have the original. There's no no reason to do a record and quarantine version of remake of it. You know what I mean? Well, Where a- you just hit every single beat the same. So if it's not different, I would have been upset. But no, the fact it- that they spoiled it in the trailer, however, that's bullshit. Is fucked up because I would have enjoyed this movie better. I don't I don't know. I like that's a big change. That's a big fucking difference. Yeah. And it, and I understand the choices and the reasoning. Whatever the reasoning is. This is the things that I struggle with when they call movies remakes or they're marketing them as remakes of an original film, but then it's vastly different. Well, I don't think it's that. I think think chapter one, it is vastly different than this. I understand where you're coming from there, too. And it's like, I see why you don't want to follow everything to the fucking T. You want to make original choices, original decisions, explore something a little bit different. Right reach some other fucking boundaries whatever fine i get that but this is vastly fucking different in comparison from the movie and the book okay like you completely specifically you completely switched the kid yeah oh oh that's what you mean okay yes like that's a big fucking difference and i'm like is it because you couldn't find a child actor to play i mean they, they pretty much struck fucking gold with fucking the first kid Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like in having kids. Incredible. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest, I thought the gauge in this, even though they didn't use him like they did the he original. Was good. I thought he was good. Like that whole scene with him and Pascal. Great. Like where he's looking over his mother's shoulder, like in a way, like I don't know how they got him to act that way, but he did look genuinely scared. like scared. And I thought that was cool. It like, was cool. You could tell that they did some voice dubbing for the child. 
Yeah, but I mean, I almost felt like that at the original too. But I, you know what? I think I think the switch is kind of cool because I mentioned this in the spoiler-free part, but like it kind of has elements of part two. And what I mean by that is that they actually have this dialogue with the dead kid. Yeah. You know, not just like, I want to play with you, daddy. I had a good time. We had a grand mm-hmm. old time. Laughing. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is creepy as fuck. But like hearing the daughter talk in that awkward conversation that, that Ellie and Mr. Creed are having his daughter like is kind of like unsettling because you realize instantly, he realizes instantly that he done fucked up. You know what I mean? Because it's not her. Right. Although the reaction of the mom to the daughter being alive seemed a little weird. Did it not to you? Like when she finds out that Ellie's alive, like all of a sudden she's like, doesn't want to touch her. Like I wouldn't want to either. I don't know, man, because like she looks fucking weird. Have you never like, okay, she's obviously like, okay. But have you ever lost any anybody and then been like, God, just I wish they were still alive. No, and I have. But you know what? I just with your child, like, I feel like you would be more accepting than anything. And absolutely. And I actually tossed this back and forth in my mind about how I felt about her reaction to it. Right. Okay. I looked at it from how I would react. It's justifiable. I'm just saying it. It was a little weird. If my kid comes up to me and they look like that. (laughs) After I know my, I know I buried my fucking child and my child is dead. My child got hit by a fucking truck and is dead. <laughs> I buried it and now all of a sudden my fucking weirdo husband did whatever the fuck he did and I know he did something weird because our tr- our cat came back weird. Yeah. And then my kid comes up to me and looks like a fucking zombie just right. without blood and shit all over it. I'm not gonna. Op- like pick that up in open arms and be crying and excited about my baby being back hell no I thought it- that's fucking terrifying I, I mean I get it but like I probably would have kicked it from the beginning I just I think she should have hugged it and then realized I feel like it would have played a little bit better to because your instincts are different than what your like mind thinks right I think it would have played a little bit better to the situation and to everyone watching yeah. If she would have just embraced it, but subtly. And then pushed it and away. And then either pushed it away or just like let the embrace like fall apart and then face the fact of like, what the fuck? I thought the but child, I thought the I thought girl, she was fine. Dude, she was good, man. Like, she was like dark. She like, was some great. of the scenes that she had, I was like, damn, dude. Like, that's like night and day. And, like, and like even though I, I, I actually had more problem with her normal acting than I did with her fucking. And I'm almost 100% positive they were trying to find a child that could do the dark side more. Like, they wanted them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, okay, let's see if they can go crazy. And she's really dark. Like, there is some fun. Like, the child is like when she's just her normal child self, she's not very knowledgeable. But when you see the dead one come back, it's like it has this wealth of knowledge and, and it acts like an adult. And the, 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 the performance on her part for being able to convey that to me was really great. Like, I was like, that's believable. And like the whole time when she's talking to her mom after she's stabbing her at the window and that shit. Was, yeah. That was fucking awesome. That was I was awesome. like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, that was unnerving. As even fuck. though it wasn't scary, that whole scene. but it was just like, 
damn, dude, that's some fucking dark yeah. shit. And like the mom, she's like, you're not my fucking daughter. I wanted her to say fucking so bad. So I, <laughs> I was like, like just like punch her in the face or something. It's rated R. Just fucking say it. <laughs> God. Kick it in the hand over there. Oh, she kicked it. And I was so excited. Yeah, that was. Like she kicked that kid. And I was like, yes. And I was like. Yeah, but see that see that means that the, the girl did a good job if you feel that way. You know the what I mean? Mom kicked her, and I was. That's excited. what I'm saying. The girl did a good job. I always want them to kick a child. Oh well, every now you're time. just being weird. Every time, <laughs> I don't know how many times we've had this discussion. I get it, but like, with like child, like kids in horror movies don't scare me. Like I just want I'm gonna kick it and be done. Like yeah. it doesn't fucking freak me out. It doesn't scare me. This one I felt like would have been more of a challenge. Yeah. In comparison to others. Right, because so, she's so smart and she's crafty. She's smart, she's crafty, she's bigger. She's crafty. Also, she's, she's a fucking oh. nine-year-old. We could probably get into it, and if she's got that big old butcher knife, she's definitely going to stab me. But Dude, I love the part where she's I'm like, kick t- it. she's talking to her dad. She's like, I guess mommy doesn't want me. And he's like, no, no, she loves you. She's like, it's okay. And she was like, it's okay, I don't want her either. Mm. And I was like, I like oh, how damn, her voice dude. changes. That was something that I liked a lot, actually. Was how her voice changes when she's talking. Like, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that granted cool. to say, like, it's not a, it's not a perfect. You know what I mean? It's not perfect. But I just love, I, I love that because like everything you, like when you watch the original movie, all you're thinking about is like, what is it like in the mind of those kid, the kid and the mom, and everything. Like you're like, what is it? And then in part two, which why I like part two is because they kind of dabble in that even though it's a shitty movie they do some dark shit and like i don't know like it's it's very different how they did the dead and this movie versus the original because in the original they tell that story that judd tells about that guy coming home from the war and he died on the way home from the war and when they brought the body back he brought him up to the fucking the dad brought him up to the hill because he was in such grief and he's all shambling around like a fucking idiot like like a goofy idiot and so is the second one they kind of follow the same like goofy like I all over like the place. remember nothing from but the second movie. This was like okay, like this, like they are dark, they're uh, calculated, they're not like smart. Yeah, they're not stupid, which I kind of like. I kind of thought that was uh, an interesting, like twist. That was a twist that I was not upset with. I'll agree with you on that. I also one I one of the things and I, I wanna, liked the end. Right, we'll get into that in a little bit. I don't want to jump into that just yet. One of the things I wanted to mention is that I really like that they, they, they put the darkness, that sort of, uh, I, I wouldn't say that they pulled off the atmosphere 100% like I wanted it to. Like, yeah. Like, like wh- I didn't feel scared in this movie at all, guys. And like, I just, I wish I could have been, but I still appreciate the attempts that they made when like, Mr. Creed's like going through the fucking forest to go bury his daughter and like seeing the shadowy fucking sort of Wendigo character because mm-hmm. they kind of bring that up. I was like, please don't do a Wendigo. Please don't do a Wendigo. I, I was like, just keep it simple. And I was Leave like, thank God. Alone. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, but they, you know, they just, they tried to paint that darkness, that evil around. Not, they didn't do it well, but I, I appreciate that they tried it, it. A lot of it was very predictable. And that's sure that was how that was what I felt like a lot of where they had to they tried to do the jump scares oh, or like there were the scare moments scares. were very predictable. You could see them all coming from a mile away. One got me like I didn't I mean, I wasn't scared by it, but one I was like dope. Right. Like, that was that was good. Like, good job. I would get everyone. It got everyone in the theater. 
besides Mouse and I, because we're just like, meh. I, well, I, and we're I, seasoned vets in horror films right, at this point, well, but everyone else was like, fuck! Like, I think that pay, plays into it a little bit, because we have seen so many, you know what I mean? But That's a, and that's a big part. It's difficult to... Because it might scare some little kid, you know. In a jump scare. It might be that. Might be the. This might be the movie that scares a child into loving horror. You know, you don't know. No. But for us, we're you know we're seasoned. But yeah. Anyway, the the, I feel like that darkness, that evil that they had, and kind of like the background was in the first film, but it wasn't like as present it is as it is in this film. Like, it's a little bit more present, and I like it because they explain, like, why Judd took him to the fucking cemetery. And, well, because they were going to bury the cat in the pet cemetery without fucking Ellie knowing on Halloween night. But he looks over at the fucking barrier, the fucking wood thing where the water brushes up the whatever, you know what I mean? These traps that people get have died in. And uh, he looks over, and you see that little glimmer. Did you see the glimmer in his eye when he looked over and he was like, you know what? You love your daughter, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, of course. It's like, you loved your cat. Oh, I love them. I wouldn't, couldn't live without him. And then, uh, he was like, well, come with me. And he was like, what are we doing, Judd? But it, it's almost like that evil kind of manipulated him. Right. And then, and that makes more sense to me than Judd going, Hey, we should just go bury this fucking cat up in the fucking place where my dog almost killed me. You know, like that doesn't make any sense for the first right. one. It flows a little easier. Right. And especially to later on when he's like, when he says, whatever the comment is about, you'll say, you'll say whatever it is you need to, to go, go back right. to that place. That explaining is and perfect. And I was like, oh my God, that's it's so good. so simple, but it was so perfect. Yeah. It's almost like a, um, uh, like a possession. Well, everybody always complains about that part in the original. Is like, well, why the fuck? Why? Are you, like, Judd, what the fuck are you doing? You should be telling the tale of why not to. And here you are taking him up. And, and I don't know if it just got lost in translation in the movie from book to movie in the original, maybe. Probably. It just didn't show the intention, you know? But they did a better job of it in this one. Yeah, I mean, it's, so. it's a little hard to condense Stephen King. <laughs> He's pretty long-winded. <laughs> Did you? So you loved Church. I really liked it, and I loved the fact that they don't re-kill the cat in this one. I was so excited. I thought it was interesting, though. That's the hardest scene for me to watch is when he kills Church. Well, yeah, when he sticks the needle in it. It's awful, dude. The I still can't watch it. Yeah, dude. When we watched it this last time, I was like, dude, that has to be real because the cat's eyes are open. It's awful. It's terrible, and they don't talk about it. And I've looked yeah, to I find like out about legit, it, and, it and there's me. something that they're trying to keep cover it up bugs or something. The fuck yeah. out of me. I still that I cannot watch that scene. I'm sure they just knocked it out, but even still, it's dark. I don't like it. Like there's something weird I don't about like it. it. The way it moves and how it acts, it feels real and legitimate. In the original, and I guys, do yeah. not fucking like it yeah. at all. In the original, if you guys remember, they have the like scene where he sticks the needle in the ass. And it looks like he actually stuck it in there. And Christina was like, oh. And I was like, I don't know if it's a real needle. But then how lethargic the cat acts after he does it is kind of weird. I mean, I'm sure they could have edited it in. It is, it's uncomfortable. 
Like it, that whole scene's uncomfortable as fuck, and I hate it. Well, they so, said no, fil- no animals were harmed in the making of in the credits. By the way, I watched all. Yeah, because I got ahead. I have to listen to Christina I's favorite song. I don't want to be buried. Oh my god, in, in a pet, pet cemetery. cemetery. I, I liked the cover of the song. I didn't way. like it. I liked it. I didn't. I, liked I like. It, a lot. it didn't feel like. It did sh- Did you see? She was like. Did you? I pet- don't want to be buried. I liked it in a pet cemetery. Did Did you Did you see? Who texted the trucker? Yes, Chris. Hold on. I Let, loved let's it. let's get into that actually because <laughs> I loved that. that Christina was so pointed dope. this out to me. So yeah, because so go ahead, go ahead, tell, talk about it. So in the original movie, the um, trucker that hits Gage is listening to Sheena is a punk rocker. Right. Is that the the Ramones? Yep. Yeah. And anyway, so in in the remake of the movie, the trucker is. He's not jamming out to music, and I was like, boo. Um, he gets a text message, and he looks at his phone, and it says it's from Sheena. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's hilarious. I have to give Mouse credit on that one, because I didn't catch it at first. Christina and Mouse did. was like, did you see who texted the trucker? And I was like, no, I wasn't even looking at that. And he was like, Sheena. And I was like, no, genius. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. A little, little Easter egg there. Brilliant. So good. The song is called Sheena is a Punk Sheena Rocker. Sheena is... A punk rocker, yeah. Sheena is. But yeah, the Ramones, of course, is infamously known as uh, one of, I guess, Stephen King's favorite bands, and like did it for the end of the the first movie. It's fun. But um, the, I, yeah, I think it's like Sky Skywalker is the name of the band who did the new remission. Yeah, I have no idea. I like the original better. I'm sorry. I like both. So I'm good with both versions. But I also, I really, really, really missed my Stephen King cameo. Right. It's almost, it's not the same. Well, you know, I mean, he gave this movie good, good marks. He did, which is great. Yeah, which I I was, I'm always a little skeptical about because I feel like some of the stuff that he says he likes, I'm like, eh, not so much. I don't know. Some I'm like, yeah, right on, dude. You're right. I agree. But Yeah. And I can see why he would enjoy it. So But to hear that the I, I mean, I don't think he's wrong in this movie. I thought it was a decent movie. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, solid. It's just barely a good, like great it's not a great movie. It's, it's good. a good remake. I think it's a decent to good remake for most people. It still feels like it's its own thing. Right. And they just they were just like based on a book by Stephen King. There you go. It's got the general sort of premise. Did of you Pet catch Cemetery. something in the another Easter egg, by the way? John Lithgow is talking to Ellie, and she says, well, Judd, John Lithgow, playing character of Judd, talks to Ellie, and she says her cat's name's Winston Churchill, and that it was like some old guy from the past, in which Lithgow says, oh, I know a lot about Winston Churchill. Christina mentioned, she was like, well, he played him in The Crown. Oh, makes sense. So I thought it was like a neat little nod. Like, yeah, you know, I know a lot about Winston Churchill here. Like, he must be really old. <laughs> There's also another little minor one that Christina made a big deal about pointing out, but I didn't think it was that big a deal, is that they're in Maine, right? So they see Derry on the sign when the mom and Gage are headed home in a rush. Um so I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. But I didn't see anything else. If you guys see any other fucking uh, Easter eggs that we didn't catch, I always love hearing them because it's always cool to find out. Uh, I'm sure if I watch it a second time, I'd probably catch a lot more. Uh, but you're really just kind of going in for the initial impact when you watch the first movie. But but let's talk about some of the changes that they make. We've kind of talked about some of them. So this wasn't, I mean, it was the same character. Here, but I felt like Pascal was a right. They lost an opportunity there, big time, majorly. 
And like pos- he wasn't even a character. He was he just was like just there. very, l- very limitedly in the film. He was just there. That's all it was. He was a gory figure in the background. And his, I'm like, I don't. You're not his using death wasn't him. unique. No, they're not using. I mean, it him. was unique because he sat up and then he was like, oh, that was like one of those jump scare moments that I wasn't too fond of. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this has happened a thousand times. It was it's cool that scary. it was different. But yeah, like just the amount of character that was in the original, like fucking to see this guy, which I don't think it's anything wrong with the actor. No. I just don't think that they wrote him in enough. They, they just kind of like have him as a whispery voice yeah, rather than a fucking person chilling out. Yeah. The Pascal in the original is so charismatic and funny a fucking and, presence. Yeah. He's a character like he he's known and he serves a purpose. This one, not so much. He's just a shadowy figure in the background or a whisper in the wind and kind of right. like he's there sort of, but he's not memorable. Right. And that sucks because... The makeup work on that character is badass. He looks fucking cool. And I was like, please utilize that more. Well, and, and they don't. I will say that there was that one part, and I, I'm sure I mentioned it in the spoiler free for you guys, but there was the part where Gage is in the room and he's screaming about Pascal. He's like, Pascal, Pascal, Pascal. And he's like screaming. And then like she comes in and she's like, there's nobody here, baby. And then she turns and he's looking over her shoulder and he's like petrified at the way Pascal is looking at him. And I thought that was kind of unique and different right there. I thought that was cool um, because, I mean, of course, we already know that Gage is not the fucking kid that turns into the, you right. know, dead person. He's not. Um, the other thing that I thought they did pretty interesting with Pascal was that they, they had these, like, dream-like sequences that were, like, something out of Channel Zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like beyond the door or whatever like they had like him walking from his bedroom directly into the forest which i thought was kind of cool it was kind of cool it wasn't like i wasn't like blown away by it it was just you know i was like oh cool like that's kind of a cool thing that they did there um but again it took away from pascal like i feel like they should have added him in there so right. um they also we mentioned talking about uh mrs creed and, and why they dig into her let's talk about why they dug into her and what we liked or disliked about that um first of all i think you know i think it was a good thing for me personally i really didn't mind it that much although some of the zelda stuff wasn't all that for me like what did you think of the zelda from the original versus this one I don't really care for either. I like the original Zelda a little bit more. Yeah, the original Zelda is a little bit more present. Just scarier um, to and me. Creepier. I don't I don't know. I don't really care for either <laughs> Zelda. Um I felt like there's one the one scene that was like scary right ish involved her in this one but i didn't like that they changed we talking about where she jumped when she fell down the where she fucking falls down well. the thing yeah where she well that was like up. a jump scare it was a jump scare and i typically hate them but that one was when that I, one was not, okay that wasn't one i saw coming yeah i was like oh no that was well, yeah because they do the whole fucking like she said she kept hearing the fucking the little tray going up and down the electronic thing the dumb waiter yeah yeah what did you think of like her how she died versus how she died in the original. I didn't, okay, I didn't like that they changed that. You didn't like? Okay. No. I I was... Why would she fall down the fucking thing anyway? Exactly. How does she get in she, it? She falls down. Like, why? She's the like, dumb waiter doesn't go to the floor. Where's my food? Hold on. I fell down a hole. Yeah, the dumb waiter doesn't deliver to the floor. That's not how it works. Is that what it's called? Dumb waiter. It's a dumb waiter. Yeah. It doesn't deliver to the floor, so she's not going to crawl into the fucking hole. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. So she has to crawl up the up the thing to fall down it? I don't understand. That made zero fucking sense to me. And it was 
frustrating that they even changed that to begin with. I don't Why? know. I thought it was just different, I guess. It was. I mean, I, 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 it doesn't, it just isn't logical. Right. So it's frustrating. And I the, didn't, the I fact didn't... that they changed it from the original, and I'm like, the original's fine. Leave it alone. Right. Leave it, leave it alone. But I, they're trying but, to tell more of a story and give Rachel more of a presence in this one. And right. But I like how they handled the one thing I do like is how they wrote this in the movie, though, because the way they describe it in the original is just like this brief moment. And she's like, I was just so scared. It's weird. And I wish she was dead. And like, that's all here in this one. But the way they did it is like, it was like, uh, they talk about how she wishes she was dead and everything, but she was trapped in the house with a dead body and she didn't know who to call uh, during that time, which I thought was kind of unique and a little bit more. Uh, and they also talk about like, I don't know. I just thought it was I, I, like they bring it up again later when she's dying, when Ellie's talking to her mom and they're like fucking she's stabbing her in the side and she's like, you're not my fucking daughter or you're not my daughter. And then she stabs her again and like. I don't know. She's telling her, like, there is a place, be, like, after death, but it's not heaven. Right. And you'll know soon. Right. You know, because you're not a great person either because you always prayed that Zelda would die. Right. And, and she's like, you'll you'll see it. You'll find out soon. And then she stabs her, like, real bad for the last time. And I'm like, damn. Also, the, the thing about Mrs. Creed, too, that I want to bring up is that they also delve into, like, fucking with her mentally. Like, they were doing the whole Zelda thing throughout the, throughout the, whole, the yeah, second act, the third yeah. act with her, too. So she, it wasn't just Mr. Creed's fucking undoing. It was also hers, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I really, like, I really love that they added more with her because it then it made you feel a little bit more for her death. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas the first one, she just kind of dies, and it's You're all like, about no. Mr. Creed like, I guess and how dead. he feels. But I thought it was a little. I was. I thought it was a nice touch. I don't know. Um, but I. Yeah. I don't know if I felt too great about Zelda's dream segment where she like flashes back. I thought it was kind of dumb. Um, I didn't. I didn't really even know what I thought about her changing into Zelda. Like I, I like the idea of it, but I don't know that they delivered it yeah. as well as I th would hope. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it just feels weird. Yeah, it felt a little forced. Like I get it. Like hey, she's now she's Zelda. She, Zelda had always promised that she would fucking die the same way because she hated her and she knew she hated her and like but i just i don't know something felt a little rushed or maybe just didn't just didn't, it just didn't flow yeah it just didn't work right but i did love by the way the judd attack scene where that was good that was cool like i love that he kicked the bed away i, I thoroughly enjoyed how they teased it. yeah dude they i was so glad they did that me too they absolutely teased it the exact same way of how it happens in the original a little sleight of hand or whatever but it doesn't of... happen that way right yeah, and he kicks the bed away like a little bitch <laughs> like he knows yeah well it's like it's almost like it's just a nod to the audience to be like yeah we know what's happening yeah like we all know you're still gonna get your achilles stabbed because if you don't we're gonna get pissed fuck dude and then he's so good and then he goes downstairs and gets the gun or whatever and then and he goes back up to shoot the kid because he knows he's up there. And then he sees the cat. And Church is like, Row! and he distracts him. And dude, fucking the slice that kid did on his ankle. At first, I was like, oh, that's weak sauce. And then he pops it she, out. She, she stabs the the scalpel. Or she, yeah, sorry. Completely through his like his ankle right yeah and then just and then, pops it out like a large chunk of flesh right and i was like ew what the fuck oh, that yeah. was dark it was good i love that was that was kind of good man it's real good 
I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. I was like, fuck, that was that was, was like, that was kind of worth it. And then she starts stabbing him in the chest like some vicious little shit. And I'm thinking, like, this is a kid. Or although and another thing I really like too that I normally would not like is when Ellie's face turns into his ex-wife. It was so fucking seamless. Yeah, that was cool. You know what I mean? She's like I didn't necessarily understand what was going on with the story there, but well, it's evil. The evil is yeah. taking over and fucking with his head. But it was interesting. I thought it was cool. I love that it switched back to her when she took the mask off or pushed it up or whatever the fuck it was. I thought it was kind of cool. Like I was like, normally I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be a really bad CGI or like fade film yeah, it was, fade. It was pretty seamless. Dude, they did a really good job on that. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I also liked the change that they made because <clears throat> in the original they talk about Ellie sitting on the couch or sitting in the chair with her dad talking about death or something like that and she's like crying on him and she's like god can get his own cat not take mine and fucking mr creed has this scene where he's like arguing with his mrs creed like rachel about this and he's like god can get his own fucking daughter hell yeah dude like he well because like she's like talking to mr creed about like how she's dead and it's not real because they they run up into the to the room to talk and he shuts the door I almost, I almost thought he was going to lock it but he didn't and then he runs up in the room and they're talking and she's like it's not really her though and he was like why would you do this like why would you do it and he's like God can have it take his own fucking daughter or something like that I fucking I loved that I thought that was good I was like that's what you didn't like you don't remember I don't that, remember that. <laughs> oh I do because I remember her saying I it remember that from the original, the original like, God can have his own get his own cat right. or whatever but I don't remember him saying that to her I kind of like that they switched that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Now we got to talk about the big, 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 big change. Obviously, like we already know about fucking, you know, it's Ellie instead of fucking Gage, which I thought, you know, probably part of the reason that they fucking did it in the trailer is because the big, big reveal at the very end. They're like, well, that's not even the biggest twist. You know, so they're already kind of brazen about showing that. Yeah. I really think they shouldn't have. And whoever made that, trailer or approved it should have been like no we need to do something different um because turned a lot of people off i think it would have made this score go up on this movie a little bit more just i know that like some people love the child the kid the guy the little boy and i do too but i for whatever reason kind of liked that it was ellie this time and it was okay but i just wish they wouldn't told me in the trailer but she kills the mom and then the mom kills the dad. The mom kills the dad. And you see it this time. Yeah. It's and dr- well, Ellie drags mom's body up to the fucking grave. Before mom dies, she's like, don't bury me in the pet cemetery. Yeah. And don't he didn't because she gets knocked out. He gets knocked out by Ellie. Right. And then they go up and she drags him and bury him. And he comes in. And he's like, don't you? Where is she? And he's like, she's like, it's already too late. She's already eating a mouthful of dirt. Just the kind of dialogue that Ellie has with her dad being such a, an adult is just, I don't know, there's something intriguing about that to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets stabbed behind from behind by his wife. This wrought iron fucking fencing stabbed through him right through the center. Right, which is great. 
And I, I didn't see that coming at no. all. So I was like, well, goddamn. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of, it definitely was a scenario that could have played out in my head, like considering that she dragged her up there. I mean, I definitely thought about it, but I just, I liked it. I thought it was a good addition. But I think one of my favorite things about it at the very end is like, you know, when all this attacking is going on, like when the mom's getting attacked by Ellie, but the butcher knife, she throws out Gage out the window to the father and he puts him in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, after all this shit has happened, Gage is still in the car sleeping like a good little boy and then he touches the window and he's you can see like the burning building that was in the very beginning of the movie because they show the burning building and they don't explain why judd's house judd's house is that what it is yeah because they're like burning everything down yeah because the the dad has the mr creed has the gas can oh okay comes back but it's judd's house it's not their house it's judd's house right so they buried mr creed and all three of them come back, and then the cat fucking jumps up on the hood. I, I like, love that. I like that part, yeah. I was like, I was and really, just, I was stoked about it. It's just the dread that I felt for that child. Yeah. I thought was really unique, and I thought that was a good ending, and I liked it because it's dark, because it's not a happy ending, and just like the first one wasn't, and it did its own thing. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, I know some people are going to have issue with this movie because they think the first one is, like, this the amazing masterpiece or something, but I, th- I think there's room to, like, add some interesting stuff to it, and I, I really personally don't mind it. Yeah, I liked how they, like, extended the ending. I thought it was fun. It was a different... It was interesting. Just seeing a child waiting to die by all these dead... Cr- You're just like, oh my God. Yeah, like... like and you, like is- then, then they, they end... How they end it, too, with you hearing the car unlock. Right. And I was like, boop, boop. Oh. Yeah, dude, like... And he's waving at him because he's, he's like, mommy, mommy and daddy, daddy are back. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's fucking dark, dude. I was like, was. hell yeah. It was good. Like, kill that fucking... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was good. What did you guys think of that, though? Like, did you enjoy the ending? You don't have to spoil the ending, or did you hate it? Because, like, I know I talked to my buddy last night, Jason, from In the Mic of Madness podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, fucking, uh, I'm like, he was like, oh, man, I was really disappointed. Me and him don't always agree on everything, but, like, I'm sure, like, it just depends, like, what you guys, I'm sure it just depends on what you guys are interested in and what you liked about the first one, what you liked about the book. There's a lot of factors here. But personally, I think if you have, uh, you know, if you have the goggles off, I feel like it's a decent movie. I'm going to buy it. I don't mind owning it. Yeah, I probably won't buy it. But Christina said that she liked it better than us, which I thought was a fucking atrocity. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At all. You're burning in hell, Christina. That's okay. Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. This is a little too straightforward uh, more than us was, you know, like. And some people, I was like reading just briefly some of the other reviews on this movie, and they were like, "Well, it doesn't really have a lot of depth. It's a, it's a little too by the book." And they mean like you know, like a typical movie. And I'm like, "Yeah, but it has a history, so it's not like a fresh new movie. It's not us, right? You know what I mean? Like, so they have to kind of like traipse on some familiar territory a little bit." And kind of fuck with the fans, because it is, they obviously are fans, you know what I mean, of the original in some degree, and they saw some of the errors that they had with some of the loopholes with Judd trying to fucking take it. Like, I just love the fact that he took him to the pet cemetery first to bury him, and then got changed. Like, that, just little things like that really make a difference for me. Although, the first act, I'm a little shaky on. I'm like, really like, Ugh. Like, I was really concerned. Yeah. 
But the fact that it kind of blew me up enough, I really think seven's good. So six point five for you, six seven for 6. me, six point five seven, seven yeah. for me. So about a seven for up. If you add it up, Average. I guess we're pretty much like a six point seven five. But there you go. Yeah, six point seven five. But I think it's a seven, and she's wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys think of uh, RLR thoughts on this? Members, um, obviously, not that much to dig into like we did with us, but uh, we hope that you enjoyed that. Um, I'm definitely glad I got to see the movie, and I hope that uh, you guys are too. I mean, it's not a, it's not going to be my top 2019 fucking movie probably unless there's just a bunch of shit pile of fucking movies um i don't think this is a terrible movie though so so. far we're pretty we've got a pretty decent year set up set up uh see what happens got pushed back or pushed up Mm -hmm. so we get to see it sooner now which i'm super excited about and fucking next month we got ma we got fucking Brightburn. Brightburn, dude. That looks fucking amazing. The trailer made me really excited in the Oh, my theater. God. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean... I lost my damn mind. I think it's perfect. And I love how, like, what's-his-name does a little bit of a spin on shit. James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn does... He's his, a superhero his fan. His brothers wrote this movie. Did he? His brothers did. Yeah. He's producing it and directing it. Or directing it. Yeah, he's directing it. his brothers wrote it and are producing it. Yeah, Sean Gunn. There's another one, too. Oh, I don't know. There was two guns on it. Pretty a lot sure. of guns. <laughs> Get your ticket to the gun show. <laughs> anyway, guys, next week we're going to be doing our Grave Plots, which is a huge undertaking. Um, it's a lot of work, yo. You guys are going to have like literally like a day before we put in, um, we take one out of the cup because we're going to be recording early next week because it's doing Grave Plots is literally like a three or four day project. Um, so I asked Brittany if we could record it earlier on Tuesday. So the day after our, this episode fucking airs. So, but if you guys want, and you want to add one of your fake movie titles to our pile, just give it a look up on uh, IMDb, see if there's anything named it. Um, and then, you know, send us on under our contact section. You can pick the great plot suggestion and, uh, maybe we'll add it to the pile and make a movie all about the fucking title that you gave to us. And we'll even give you a shout out on the podcast. Plus, make it video vhs cover and most likely since i got the time i'll be making a trailer too which will be a huge undertaking so moral of the story guys don't bury your fucking cat in the pet cemetery beyond the barrier i think because he will probably devise a plan to have your family murder you as you can tell by the end of the movie (laughs) he jumped up on the car and organized this whole fucking shit fest so cats kill people cats kill but as always stay weird monsters Tune in every Monday from Brand.